Love all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome again. This is Tawanda with Real Girlfriends Across America, and we're back again tonight talking about a really unique topic, and I just realized this is Mother's Day weekend, so not really sure how I brought the divorce topic up for Mother's Day, so please let's not receive any bad energy around that. We're still just talking and sharing information, and we're definitely excited to be here, and normally we're here seven days a week at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we're here to talk about life and women and relationships and entrepreneurship and all other things that involve us as women. And tonight, as we get started, I have some amazing women on the line that um, I have the pleasure and privilege to say that we've we've been crazy enough to decide to partner up together and do something amazing as far as reaching women. So before we get started tonight, I just want to go out to my friends, my sisters, my business partners, and women that we've decided we're going to take over the world together and just kind of see how you're doing, how was your day, what you got going on, are you practicing social distancing, and anything that you want to say. First, we're going to go out to my sister over there in the great state of Philadelphia, simply because she's had an interesting day. <laughs> Maybe she'll tell you about it. I'm not really sure. But, see, I'm going to go out to you first. Tell us how you're doing, how was your day, and anything else you want to share before we get started. Hello, this is Corinne. Yeah, I did have an interesting day. I kind of locked my keys inside of my house today and had to you're get creative of? on how to yeah, well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I locked myself outside of my house and had to get a little creative on trying to get them and get back into my house. Does creative mean you had to break in? Uh, I mean, something like that, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, how was your day, though? No, I mean, you know, I even with that, I had a good day. It could have been worse. I could have caused, you know, uh harm or damage or still be locked out. So I guess everything is good. Absolutely, absolutely. Glad that definitely worked out for you. All right, all right, all right. We're going to go out west a little bit. Everybody loves out west, especially this time of the year when the weather is getting hot. And we're going to go out to the young lady that's kind of out west, but maybe going to be in the Midwest soon, not really sure. All right, Kay, talk to us. Tell us how your day has been. Hi, guys. I'm doing really well. And, um, just been having a really busy, productive day. It's been very hot out here in California. Uh, not moved to the Midwest yet, but I'm still in the process. And, Corinne, you don't need to feel bad at all because once I had to climb in my second floor window <laughs> head first, <laughs> I lost myself on my phone. Oh, my oh, gosh. 
<laughs> you know what? They say birds and feathers. I'm the only one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, we're going to stay right there out west because we know we love California. And we're going to talk to Kat and see how her, her day has been since she had an interesting day yesterday. Talk to us, Kat. Oh, well, I've also had a very interesting today today. Um, this morning, I I was working out with my friend on this cute gazebo, like right downtown Venetia, it's right by the Bay Area. And so her idea was, oh, my gosh, let's film this workout. And so I'm like, yeah, why not? So I stuck my phone on the gazebo. And seconds later, I cracked my screen. But on the on the bright side, I was able to get it fixed within the hour and in 15 minutes. And because we were very nice to the guy fixing my screen, he gave us a cute girl discount. And so it wasn't that bad. So like I said, um, it wasn't that bad, but it could have been worse. Or like what, what you said, it could have been worse. But Absolutely. Overall, now, now I'm starting to think nice you might have kind of break, broken that on purpose for the meeting the guy and to get the discount. Oh, tell us the truth. <laughs> oh, I wish it was a good-looking guy. Then, girl, I would be breaking my phone every single day. But no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I'm glad that everyone had a unique day. Um, always, definitely yeah. a good day. And looking forward to ensuring that the night goes well because this is Mother's Day weekend. So we're gonna get started. And, of course, before we end, we're going to talk about Mother's Day, what Mother's Day means to you, how you're feeling about it. And we know that, to me, Mother's Day has always been for mothers, also as as for, as far as women, because there are so many women that are not moms that take care of people because we're nurturers and so on and so forth. So we definitely make sure we don't end the call tonight without talking about that. So we're going to get straight into it. Tonight we're talking about divorce. And I know some people may say, why in the world are you talking about divorce? Well, stick around and you're going to find out. So the first thing is let's talk about what divorce actually is. And most people say, hey, it's when she's leaving him. (laughs) Others may say, hey, why, why can't he be leaving her? Well, let's put it like this. Divorce is separation, dissolution. It's ending something. Would you all agree that divorce is ending something, whether it's a marriage or a friendship or something, but it's kind of calling it quits, parting ways? Um, how, would you all kind of agree with that? Or what's your definition when it comes to divorce? Well, yeah, I need divorce. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, um, and just say your name so we'll know who's talking. Okay. It is it ending or a ending of a chapter. So yeah, when you get divorced, which I I've been divorced, um, or I am divorced, and yeah, it's definitely ending something and just trying to move forward and getting past a relationship. Okay. All right. See, anyone else want to take a stab at how they're feeling about divorce and what you call it? I haven't gone through divorce and she literally read my mind. You are ending a chapter and how I see it as, even though I may not have gone through divorce, it's, it's for me, it's a life lesson. If I had to go through it, I would be learning like from that past and then moving forward. I'll learn from those. I wouldn't say like those mistakes, but whatever issue 
had happened in that former divorce, I wouldn't want it to go like in a current relationship, obviously. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about you, Kay? What is your definition when it comes to divorce? Um, well, um, I, I was married, I've never been divorced, but I was married for 11 years. And I can imagine that if, um, if, if I was in a relationship for that long, married, you know, married in a relationship for that long and experiencing a divorce, it would be, um, there would be a grieving process because you, that person becomes a part of you. Um, they, okay. they, the marriage and the relationship becomes a part of your identity. Um, so not only is it a separation and an ending of a chapter, it's a separation and an ending from a part of yourself. So I would, I would assume it would be extremely painful. Okay. And and that's kind of, that, that's really interesting that you actually mentioned that because you talked about it's a separation and, and, it's, and there's so many different levels to it. And I had a couple of questions that I wanted to really talk about tonight in reference to divorce. And I, I picked this chapter because I know so many women, of course, not just women, men, but, you know, talking about women tonight, so many women have been through divorce and so many people have dealt with it so many different ways. I, I've, I've talked to people that said, hey, I'm happy. I'm glad to get rid of them. Um, and then I've talked to some people, and it's so altering in, in their life and their lifestyle, and they're devastated um, because for, for people that get married, you know, sometimes people say it's going to be forever, and sometimes forever is only a couple of months or a couple of years. So the first question I really wanted to ask um, you ladies tonight, and, you know, if you don't mind, share your story or maybe the story of another woman that may have shared with you uh, without mentioning names because we don't want to have anybody um, be upset with us. So the first question was, have you ever been divorced or in a relationship? Have you ever had any type of divorce that you're open to kind of sharing and telling us about it? Well, the, uh, this is C. I'm, yeah, like I mentioned before, I have um, been divorced. And, um, I mean, we, I think we were young. Um, without getting too too much into that situation, just because I don't, I'm still very good friends with his family. Um, like his sister is like my little sister, um, so it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of um, it's like when you divorce that person, you don't necessarily divorce their family. So mm-hmm. I mean, it, it gets tricky because you you know you're not walking just away from that person and what their bad traits are, but you're walking away from people, other people that you may love and their friends and a life that you built. Um, because when I got divorced, I basically, that was my decision. Um, they didn't necessarily agree with my decision. Um, and then I moved out of the state. So I had to actually not just divorce him, but I actually changed my whole life. Um, so oh, that wow. wasn't necessary. Yeah, that wasn't necessarily the easiest thing for me to do, but I felt like that's what I needed to do at the time. Mm. Wow, that's interesting. Okay. Anyone else want to share? Anyone going once? Anyone going twice? Okay. Well, I had uh, two things I wanted to say about, about divorce. One thing, I remember I went to a wedding one time, Oh my gosh, it may have been 15 years ago. 
And this this lady that I knew married a guy, and they were, like, together ever since, like, first year of college. They've been together, like, seven, eight years. And they had the biggest, most beautiful wedding I had ever been to. And they spent a lot of money um, on this wedding. And they were, oh, so in love. They couldn't even keep their hands off of each other. And four years later, she was talking about how she hated them. She couldn't stand them. They had one child together. And um, they were going through a nasty, nasty divorce, nasty custody battle. And I was confused. (laughs) Um, I was on the outside looking in, of course, because sometimes you don't know, like, what really goes on in people's life or in people's relationship. But I was so confused because I might have been, like, 16, 17, so this was really a long time ago. But I had always thought because my my parents were married. They were married almost 50 years until my father passed away. So I just knew and understood mom and dad at the house. So when this couple got married, I just knew they were young. They were college graduates. They are going to live their life and live together happily ever after. And so after a few short years later, when they were divorcing, I was confused. Like, what in the hell happened? So um, that was one of my first experiences of someone that I knew that was kind of close to me actually getting a divorce. And I don't know how she felt, but I was devastated because I loved her, so I loved him, and I thought it was going to be forever. And I asked her one time about it, and she just said that he wasn't who she thought he was. Um, and I don't really remember the, the rest. So that really um, was very, very um, hard for me. And then I know of other situations, even personally, with dealing with separation of moving from one level to the next um, or separating from a person, and it's not easy. Just like um, Kay mentioned, you know, when you're connected with someone, you are a part of them, they are a part of you. And when you change that, um, that's not easy all the time. So um, definitely divorce, separation, all of that is definitely not an easy thing. The next question I really wanted to ask for anyone that wants to kind of share is statistics show or say that half of marriages end in divorce. And my question is, do you think this is true? And if so, why do you think so? Can you repeat that again? Um, Statistics show that half of the marriages end in divorce. Do you think this is true? And if so, why do you think so? Because I've heard people say half of marriages end in divorce because of sex and money. They're not getting enough sex and they don't have enough money. Um, but the statistics did not show that as far as what I've researched. But um, but if, if half of marriages are ending in divorce, do you believe this is true? And if so, why? Um, this is Kay. I, I believe it's true. And the reason why I believe it's true is because people put so much effort when they meet someone into looking the way they think that person wants them to look that they don't project who they are. And then when it gets serious, you know, and if they get married, you can't hide yourself forever. It's impossible. And that person that you are might not be anything like the person that you project. And then the person Mm. that you're with begins to feel like you switched up on them. You didn't switch up on them. You were never that person you were projecting to begin with. Mm. Interesting. Really, really interesting. Okay. Yeah, Anyone else want to take a stab? Yeah, this is uh, Steve. Uh, yeah, I, I so agree with that because I've been in a relationship where um, <laughs> I had uh, dated um, someone for a while, and I'm not going to get in specifics of 
uh, where that relationship ended <laughs> because then they wouldn't know I'm talking about them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we dated for a while, and um, we got together, and then they changed. They were completely different. And I'm like, well, you wasn't like this before. And they're like, well, I got you. Now I don't have to do those things to to get you anymore because I've already did it. I got you. Now I have you. Now I don't have to try anymore. And I'm like, wait, what? So basically, they just did a bunch of stuff that they thought they were, that I wanted for them to do, and then they were like, "Well, I got her now, and I don't have to do those things because that's not really who I am." So yeah, I definitely can relate to that, Kay. Wow. And and the thing I've always heard is, what you do to get her or him, you got to do to keep her or him. Hello, anybody yeah. listening? Yes. Okay. Come on with it. Yeah. Well, well, for me, I've seen this all the time. And the problem is, is couples go through a honeymoon phase. And what happens is after that honeymoon period, someone gets comfortable. And then whether it's like a physical appearance or like something they do, the other person down the road like, oh, my gosh, I can't stand the way so-and-so does this or so-and-so is messy and so the thing is, is, like, you're so busy staring at the person who they aren't, like, who they end up being, that you're attracted to the, who they were in the past, like, when they were trying to impress you, and when they're done impressing you, or, well, I wouldn't say all everyone's like this, but in most cases, um, they they just start finding flaws and, like, noticing it, and that's the problem. Um, they don't, not everyone not everyone is capable of um, keeping that flame on fire, you know, and so um, things change. And I, I believe people do grow apart, especially like when some of them aren't even ready for marriage. But, but in, in, with that being said, people can just grow apart, period, and then they just realize even ending in good terms, they could just be like, this isn't working out, and I'm not happy like I was before. And so obviously people, people go to divorce. Mm, absolutely. That is really, <laughs> that is really, really interesting. Yeah. And I know that we hear the famous words all the time, like, hey, why are you leaving her? Why are you leaving him? What's the number one thing you hear? Irreconcilable differences. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, well, can't you work it out? No, we can't work it out. <laughs> we grew apart. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? And and this is not even a question I was going to ask you guys, but because we're talking about marriages ending, Ladies, I need you to keep it real, okay? Prenups. Okay. okay. What you feeling about that? Ooh. You with it? You not with it? What? Okay, okay. this is me. I've got to speak on this because I was... Okay. I was, we, we're going to get out your way. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was engaged. And um, my feelings about it now, especially that I own property and I'm planning to own more, and just how the last relationship I had ended, like, I need to make certain that what is mine stays mine. I don't know if that sounds Ooh. bad or yeah, mm. or, but I don't want to put all that money and time and effort into building up something that I want to leave to my children only to come and marry it to some guy and he's a hoe and now I lost my stuff. <laughs> he's a <laughs> hoe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you serious? But, okay, I, I'm going to let somebody else kind of give their, their two cents about that. Oh. Okay. Okay. So like, I okay. Like I could agree with her too in a way because the thing is, is like, 
um, like, at the end of the day, it's not always about the man. It's always, like, of course, the man I marry, we're going to have an agreement. We're going to have kids because I want kids. And the thing is, like, at the end of the day, when there's a divorce going through, like, what's going to happen to my kids when I die? And I'm, I, I would be concerned of my own flesh and blood versus, like, their dad taking all the money. Like, after all the sweat and tears I've done to, like, build businesses, properties, and all that. And then a guy makes one mistake having, like, his little side other woman or whatever stupid thing that caused our divorce. I don't want him to deserve all that. But in cases I do understand, some people do see it emotionally that signing a prenup, they're like, oh, so you don't really care about me. But, again, it, it, it comes in terms of, like, your businesses and how much um, sweat and tears you've done for yourself and just, one day if the divorce is over, throwing it away. Absolutely. And I, I've heard people say, oh, I would never do that. And, and it really is to each his own. But just like um, Kay mentioned, when you have assets and you have property, et cetera, et cetera, especially when you have children, you have to definitely be smart. Um, also, and this is just really a sidebar, like I love Mary J. Blige. Like I've always like loved and listened to her music. I don't know, like, her personally, or I don't know all about her marriage, but I remember hearing that she, and I know you all know what I'm talking about, I remember hearing that she, I think, had gotten separated and was going through a divorce or whatever, and she had, like, pay her husband? Did she, yeah. What is that called, anyway, when you pay the man? Cool. I don't even know what that's I called. Like it's called and it happens a lot. Disney Spears had to pay too. Okay, speak English. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> What do you yeah. mean? <laughs> uh, I was hot about that. Um, but anyway, that's a whole other story. But the bottom line is, um, I guess, if you do decide to get married or if you're ending it, be clear about what's what because assets, liability, and money, people will change because of that M-O-N-E, why, why, why? Absolutely. Okay, so moving on to the next question. May is Mental Health Month, and we know that – when it comes to mental health, mental health doesn't just mean, oh, I'm crazy, I'm taking medication. It can be physical, it can be emotional, and there's just so many different forms and types of mental health. So what I want to ask you ladies, um, since it's Mental Health Month, let's talk about, like, divorce and separation. You know, this can really take a toll on someone mentally. Like, what are your thoughts about that? I actually know of a situation which is not a friend, it's a friend indirectly through another friend that's actually in the process of going through a divorce. And she's been depressed for months. Like, she's horrified. I mean, every day it's it's something, and not just because of money. They have businesses together and stuff like that. And the, the, the relationship is ending due to, like, infidelity on his part. Um, however, she's mentally having a breakdown. I mean – to where she can't work, she can't eat, she can't sleep. And this has been over three months. Um, and my heart really goes out for her. And I've never really been that up close and personal to see someone, like, going through that type of situation to where they love so hard after a decade of being with someone. But have can you all relate to that on any level? Yeah. Yeah, and um, this is T. Yeah, I, I can understand that because, like I said earlier, like you're changing everything. So regardless if she moved next door of the block is going to be, you know, changing for her, life changing for her. Um, 
So I, I definitely can relate to that. Um, even if, like, my parents didn't get divorced until I was 26. Um, and that's all I knew. So even when they were going through the divorce, it was hard on me, and I didn't even live in the same household. Um, it was just because I knew then things were going to change, like holidays were going to change. Um, like when I call to check up on one, now I have to call a second number opposed to just calling the house phone. It, it's little things that is like altering and, you know, it's, it, it does make affect one, not just the person that's actually going through the divorce, but the people around them as well. Mm. And I guess that's, that's, that's really sad because guess what? Sometimes someone that's going through a divorce, um, and they're going through it alone, that can also bring upon um, depression and things of that sort. What what is there any tips that anyone could offer, like, for that woman that's listening to this call right now, and someone um, has their speaker on or whatever, because I kind of hear myself echoing, just like mute your phone, but if someone that's listening to this call right now that's going through a divorce, are they thinking about it? Is there any encouragement, any tips or anything that, you, that anyone can offer that might just really encourage that person? Because everybody needs somebody. I think it's important to have moral support from your friends and your family. And sometimes being around your family that knows your ex and all that, like sometimes that doesn't really help, but it does help when you're around like other girlfriends who may not like, like really know your ex as much. Cause in a way they can see, they see both sides versus like, usually I'm not going to lie. When I find out that like a girlfriend's getting divorced, like I start looking at, Oh yeah, it's Aaron crap. Cause he did this to you. He did that. And so in a way, like you're like siding, you're, you're on someone's side on like, um, your other girl, like certain girlfriends, they'll see like parts of you or even going to a divorce, like support group as crazy as it seems. I feel like that would be the best bet as well too. Okay. Just a moral support system. With no judgment at the same time, because when you're mm-hmm. not in someone's shoes, you don't really know what's happening, what's going on. We, we, sometimes we have to just listen, not have told you exactly. so or any, just listen. 110%. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So I think Kat is really right when she says to get a support um, network that doesn't know the person that you're divorcing because a lot of times the people who are closest to us know everything that's going on and they already hate the person and they're not feeling sorry for us. They're happy and their happiness doesn't help. Like, girl, you should get over it. He was a jerk anyway. That's not helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not at all. Not at all. Not like, at all. Like, what you need is to be sympathetic yeah. because when you're, when you're ending a relationship that deep with someone, you're hurt. You're sad. Like, you actually miss them. Even if you don't want to yeah. be with them anymore or you feel like it's impossible to be with them anymore, there's a part of you that still wants them, that still needs them. And you're fighting. You're basically in, a, in an inner struggle, a battle against yourself. It, and it, it, the grief can be to the same level as watching someone die. Um, so it's important mm. to get a, a really good support mm. network. It's important to, uh, if you're, if, if, you know, someone is really grieving to the point where they can't eat, they can eat, but they need to get counseling, some grief counseling um, so that they can mm-hmm. get through it because the people that know them the best are, are, are going to be the worst kind of help. Sad to say. Exactly. And, and you just yeah. added another element of the word grief because you mentioned something about it could be like a death. 
Um, and it is a, it's a death of a relationship. And that's a whole nother level because a lot of people, when they have death, they go to grief counseling for years. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's a pretty interesting choice of words. And I definitely agree. Um, it's definitely not anything to take lightly. Um, have two more questions and I definitely want to talk a little about Mother's Day before we go. So next question, life after divorce, is there one? When you're in a relationship, whether it's divorce, legally divorcing someone, legal separation, breaking up, going apart, is there life afterwards? Let's talk about that. This is current, uh, Esty. Um, I, yeah, I, there is life after divorce. Um, like any of, and with anything in life, um, is time will heal everything. So you just have to take one day at a time and move on when you're ready. Even if you end the relationship, it doesn't mean that you necessarily move on. So um, you just have to work on your own pace. So it's not like, okay, it's been a year and I haven't moved on yet or I haven't decided I want to date yet. It's no time on it. I mean, I guess it's like 10 years past and you're like, okay, I'm still trying to heal from this relationship. Maybe you should then, or you know, maybe you should have went to seek help um, like the ladies uh, mentioned earlier, to, to seek professional help from an outsider. Um, but, yeah, you could just take one day at a time and then move at your own pace. Absolutely. Anyone else want to talk about life after divorce before we finish our last question about this? Um, one, one, like one, twice. Oh, it's cat, cat. <laughs> So I've actually dated a, a couple like divorced men. I don't know why I tend to attract broken men of all all sorts sorts and kinds. And <laughs> what I've noticed is like it is a very hard adaption. It is hard because like I I did have a relationship where um, a man was actually going through separation like with his wife. Um, I was they were already like separated. Um, just a side note when I met this guy, and so um, the only thing was like. The like I noticed. Um, I don't want to say all men are like this, but when you're so wrapped up being like a father and and a and an adult and all that, like being in a marriage, you you committed yourself to a wife. Like you be, you made your life for a woman. Like you you literally like made you um, financed someone else, and like like we said, they became um, your life. Um, I noticed that like they try and go back to the loop of like becoming young. And um, this is just from my experience, not for everyone. So I've noticed, like, the adoption of becoming single and dating all over again, it's, it's difficult because um, you're so used to, like, having that significant other and waking up to them. And so, like, um, I noticed a lot of men have had trouble, like, adapting to, like, dating, dating, like, new women and stuff. And so, Yeah. <laughs> And and I know people always say life goes on, um, and life does go yes. on. Um, however, we have to find whatever way is comfortable to us to transition um, as we move forward. And someone actually taught me that um, instead of saying, hey, like life goes on, you know, life life moves forward. Sometimes it's really the wordplay yes. that may make people feel a little better. Um, absolutely. All right. And, Wrapping up about divorce before we talk about Mother's Day and close out tonight, I have always heard that some people say married for convenience. 
I think the saying is it's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> and um, I remember when I was in high school, and I hope the person that told me this does not listen to this because she's going to be like, I can't believe you remember that. I think I was in ninth grade, and um, I was talking to this girl. She's a senior, and she's getting ready to go off to college and live her life. And um, she said, girl, let me tell you, I'm going to get married three times. I was like, what? She said, what? the first time, <laughs> I know, right? She said, the first time, I'm going to marry a man with money. I'm just going to start it off like that. I'm going to marry a man with money. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. She's like, after a couple of years, I'm going to get rid of him because I'm not going to love him. It's just really about the money because i got to change my socioeconomic status. I'm like, oh. She said, the second guy, I'm going to get a real fine guy. I'll probably get a mixed guy because I'm going to have a baby with him, maybe two. She said, because I want pretty babies. She said, then wow. he has a couple of years, I'm going to get rid of him, and then I'm going to get married for the last time, and I'm going to get married for love, and that's who I'll be with until I get old. And I was like, oh, really? She's like, that's how you do it. I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, but let me tell you. Guess what? Fast forward years later, today, if she knew, okay, anyway, today, she has her second husband. Guess what? Her oh. first husband, she married wealthy. And 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 I and I knew that she would because she was really she was awesome. And her second her first husband she married wealthy. The second husband she has a child with, only one kid, and they've been together for a long time. So I haven't even talked to her, but we're on Facebook together, right? So every time I see her post on Facebook, I'm saying to myself, Come on, girl, what's up with husband number three? <laughs> but um Maybe she modified her plan. So, ladies, talk to me. Is it cheaper to keep or do you think people stay together for convenience because we have all these assets and all these properties, and if we if we separated, I'm going to lose or you're going to lose, or he's getting ready to retire from the military, and I'm going to get my pension. I'm not going to leave him. Like, what are you guys thinking? Are we staying together for convenience or what? Um. Come on, ladies, fess up, fess up. I think, I think there are people out there like that. Um, I have never met anyone like that, <laughs> but, but I have heard that there are people like that. Um, I know, like, at least for, for, for myself or from, you know, other women that I have spoken to in my circle in the past, sometimes there's this feeling like when you get married, especially if you – um, and your husband decide that you're going to be a, a housewife, which was what I was for the majority of my marriage, you begin to feel as though they're sort of, they take care of you. Like it would be difficult for you to survive by yourself because you both have made this decision. And if you've been out of the workforce for, for several years, how are you, how would you survive on your own? But it's not mm-hmm. a decision like, Oh, I'm going to marry wealthy and, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's a different thing. It's like two people make that choice. So I do know a lot of people that make that choice where they decide to um, be homemakers, uh, but I've never met a gold digger. <laughs> really? Really? Oh never. I think maybe because I don't, I don't, I don't, that's not how I operate. And I try to keep people around me who think the same 
not think the same way, but you know how birds of a feather flock together and you Uh um, attract people who are similar to you. And, and, and I'm just, I don't know. I tend to say exactly what I think. And if I ever met a gold digger, I'd probably tell her she was one and she didn't like it. So, Well, you know, and, and let me give you this sidebar. With this girl, she was actually extremely smart. She was doing well herself, and she was probably in the top 25% of her class. And, um, and her thing is she was dating up. She wasn't about dating down. And, um, and I knew that she would get exactly that because she really had a lot going for herself. So I think some people just want to make sure they stay above level and don't kind of go down just because it's their choice. But I'm definitely with you. All right, all right, all right, ladies. Okay, anybody else want to comment on that? Is it cheaper to keep her, cheaper to keep him? Uh, this is Corinne. Uh, see, I think so, um, because once you are in a situation <laughs> where, like, you're looking to, you know, separate, then you have to worry about, okay, um, who gets the car, who's going to get this, and especially if it's in a scenario, um, like Kay mentioned, where um, it's someone where they're a homemaker, then the guy may have then pay her alimony and, you know, maintain the same household and same lifestyle that she's used to. So it would probably be cheaper for the guy to keep her because he only had to pay one house bill. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Come on, Kay. Bring it home. Come on, Kay. I'm sorry. I mean, cat. Um, oh, my gosh. Well, like, honestly, like, I've seen couples, like, I know couples who, who do stay together and in order to like, like financially and also for the kids, they'll, they'll stay together for like for so many years. And um, usually sometimes what they'll do, so their kids are quote unquote, not as scarred from the divorce. They wait till their kids go out to co- go off to college. And so I can see why it happens in, in those terms. However, like couples who just, stay together for like the unwinding period of time. Um, I don't know. I guess they don't realize life is so short and you only have one life to live. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like the situation you're describing, Kat, like I've seen that happen a lot, Uh especially in California, but I feel like that's a different situation from someone who goes out there and makes the decision that they're just going to pick someone with money just for the money. That's like a different thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like they're two Absolutely. completely different situations. Yeah. I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree. Well, that that mm-hmm. was the last question that I had about um, about divorce. And what I really wanted to say, and I go back out to you all for any final comments on divorce, I chose this topic, like I said, really because I know of someone going through a divorce right now um, through a mutual friend of mine, and she's really having it rough. So even though we're, we're laughing and we're talking and we're sharing different things, it's real. Anytime you're going through a situation and you're doing a separation, just like Kay mentioned, you know, she mentioned the word grief. She mentioned death. Um, those are all extremely important things that we should definitely not take lightly. I just hope that that person that's terminating or ending a marriage or relationship of any kind, I just hope that you're not alone. I hope that you have some real girlfriends that you can actually talk to, cry with, 
share with and that they can just listen, like be whatever you need them to be um, at that time. And if you don't have that, hopefully you can find some that will be able to be there and listen. And that's actually why we have created this talk show and this opportunity and while we're looking and building to reach women all across the globe so no woman will be left behind there'll be no woman that we're going to come in contact with that says hey i'm going through this and i'm alone you won't there's no way you're going to be able to say that with the 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 four of us is on here tonight we're going to say hey you didn't call me you didn't call me you didn't call me you didn't text me (laughs) we don't want people to be alone because I've talked to so many people over the years that's dealing with stuff, and that's where your your breakdowns come in. That's where your depression comes in. That's where your suicides come in. When you're feeling like you have no other options, you've lost hope, and you're by yourself. So we're letting you all know tonight that there is hope, and there are people here all across America, and we want to make sure that we're connected with you guys. Um, I'm going to go back out to you ladies if there's any final comments you want to say about divorce, and then we're going to take about five minutes to love on all women, all the mothers and all of that so the floor is open if you want to close any comments on divorce ladies anyone going once going twice I'll go ahead um, it, it can be for some people it's a, um, a relief but for the people that it isn't that it's agonizing um, I just want to send out a word of encouragement it might feel like it, the pain is going to last forever um, but eventually, over time, it it, it, um, it does ease up. Um, make sure that you get the kind of support and help that you need. Absolutely. So as we get ready to close out tonight in our last few minutes, I want to talk about Mother's Day. Um, Mother's Day to me is a, is, is a day of celebration for women um, and for mothers, whether you have a child or not, and really not just this weekend. Every day, every day is a day to celebrate people in your life that bring value in your life. So just really going out to you ladies, is there anything that you want to share um, to any mom, to yourself, if you're a mom, or any of that um, as we close out tonight in reference to Mother's Day? Anyone going once, going twice? Uh, this is C. I just hope everyone uh, has a good Mother's Day. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. Anyone else? Um, yeah, definitely. I, I hope everyone has a mother's, um, a wonderful Mother's Day. Not just um, mothers themselves, women who take care of whether it's like their siblings' kids, um, foster moms, as well as dads who have to play mom as well. Um, I think they deserve a wonderful Mother's Day as well. And so, um, yeah, that's what I would say. Absolutely. Well, I'm not really sure on the line who's all a mother. I know Kay talks about her babies and how she's teaching them entrepreneurship at a young age, um, and that's really awesome. Um, but definitely I want to say happy Mother's Day to every mother and the world. Um, happy Mother's Day. Um, happy Women's Day to any woman that's taking care of children, of people, because we are nurturers. That's exactly what we do. And we pray that this weekend is amazing for you, and not just this weekend, the day after, the day after, the day after. And we want to continue practicing social distancing because the pandemic is still here, even though it kind of seems like it's not in some places from what I'm seeing online and so on and so forth. And, ladies, I just want to say thank you. 
thank you for taking the time and investing and dialing in tonight. Thank you so much for sharing information in reference to your thoughts and views and feelings in reference to divorce and separation. And thank you for the tips and the positivity that you are giving to other people. And I'm super excited. I'm super excited about what's next. I'm super excited about the journey that we're taking together and the decision where we decided we were going to work to be able to work and share with other people. As we continue to move forward, we have this call again tomorrow, which is the 10th. And tomorrow we're talking about, let's see, think, Kay, you're talking about beating the rut, how to get up and get started. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Tomorrow is May 10th, so we'll be back here tomorrow, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we'll be here each and every night, one of us sharing some information that is information that you could use to take your life to the next level. So be here tomorrow night, a few minutes early, we'll send the information out, and we're going to be talking about beating the rut, how to get up and get started. Until the next time, be blessed, and remember, life is about what you make it, so do the best you can when you can. Take care, everybody, and have a wonderful night. Bye. Good night.